young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest and the greatest episodes, as well as make sure you get in tune, get down, and join our Discord where we talk about gaming, everything stocks, and everything else in between. I am one of the hosts, Brandon Killabhall. I am the regular Nas, aka Benchit Sherry Nas. I am Wilson. AKA LA Nas. We're not in LA no more. We want to back on the East Coast. Let's oh. <laughs> see where your energy's at. <laughs> And we have an alum with us today, back on the boards with us. Let's give a round of applause and a good welcome to my man, Wayno. He is back. Thank you, y'all. Happy to be here. Happy yes. to be here. Now, as you guys can probably visually see and hear, uh, our sound is a little different today. We've been having some technical difficulties with our microphones. But uh, we made it do what it do, baby, so we're here. Uh, that said, Wayno, how have you been? What's been going good. on? Man. I've been good, man. I've been staying low, man. Just staying <laughs> low, staying out the way. It's a lot going on in New York City. It's a lot going on in the world, but I just been chilling, man. Like yeah, yeah. I've been I've been just with family, you know what I mean? It's, last year was a tough year for me, but I feel like uh my mind is in the right place and my heart is. So this year is going to be a great one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um so off camera, I, I don't even know if this is in pre-production uh, pre in leisure. <laughs> uh me and Wayno discovered that we have a lot of commonalities. Yo. Absolutely. Like a lot of commonalities. It don't even make any sense. So I'll start with my birthday is December 27th. Mine's is December 28th. <laughs> what year are you? Huh? What year are you? 84. Oh, I'm 82. So yeah. I really got you about to Yeah, right? Uh, Wayno's birthday. I mean, so our birthdays are aligned, right? Mm -hmm. And then Wayno has a nephew. When is his birthday? Oh, December 27th. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I love your birthday is the 27th. And my sister tried to have him on the 28th, but it was like 48 more minutes. Uh, yeah, was, and there'll be no 27th. She, she, she really said, she was like, I, I was trying to have him on your birthday. <laughs> so I said that to say, we we came to an understanding that we're Capricorns and we and we identify with just Capricorn shit. So. Absolutely. I mean, I've I never really been into the astrology thing, but like as I get older, like the more shit people tell me about Capricorns, I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm niggas. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm and it's me. Right. She's real. Yeah, yeah, basically. So I thought that that was real funny and then leading into here. Yeah. Um. So first, I want to talk about just everything you're doing with, with your show. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I saw the show go up, I hit you. I said, yo, good shit. Thank you. About yeah. time. Nigga. Right, right, right. About right. time. About mm. time. Well deserved. I, I was extremely happy for you. Yeah. Tell me how that's been going and how did you even get, get to do that? So I've been trying to do... I've been trying to do... Ironically, man, my, people don't like me. My man, ac uh, Academics, told me to do like my own shit like when I first got on EDS. like he was, not, not to do just do my own shit, but he was like, yo, I feel like you got your own like space that you could really conquer and like you should start doing your own shit. He was telling me about Twitch in 2018. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, there's so many things that, like, my, I got into media as kind of like a mistake. I wouldn't say it was a mistake. It just never was planned for me. Mm -hmm. And once I learned that it was people who liked what I spoke about, they liked me for all the music shit. And they disliked me for a lot of the music shit I say, too. <laughs> so add that in there. But um, there's so many different layers to who I am as a person. And I just wanted to, um, it's kind of therapeutic for me. I wanted to just talk about how I have a love for collecting toys, how I have a love for collecting sneakers. I got a love for collecting guns legally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just got a love for a lot of different things. And as I've been doing it, I wanted to just share my own perspective. And as I've been doing it, it's been growing like bit by bit. So I was trying to do it before, like uh, right before the pandemic hit. And I had, I thought I had everything set up, but the way I'm doing it now, it wouldn't have been nothing like what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just grateful that people have been engaged in it. It's um, Hear Me Out With Wayne It's on every platform it drops every Thursday you know specifically on YouTube that's where the visuals are and hear me out Wayne on IG hear me hear me Wayne I don't know what that is <laughs> we couldn't get all of that into the just hear Wayne just hear me hear me out Wayne is the name of the pot yeah now as you're doing this mm -hmm. um, you've done this on, on a, a, 
plethora of different levels. So most people don't know, uh, this isn't Wayno's first uh, show on the rodeo. Like, you've been around. You've worked with Rockefeller. You've, you've A&R'd. You've managed artists. Mm-hmm. You've broken artists. You've mm-hmm. been on tour. How do you... How do, you, do you think that this business being in media is way different than hip hop? Like, well, it's completely <laughs> astronomically different. I've made way more money doing yeah. being a media person than I did as a manager, as I did as a AR. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to dismiss that, like, I couldn't do more, but like, um, media for me has just been a space of me just being myself. Mm-hmm. Like, people, it's, it's a lot of people that when I first got on EDS, like, it was people tweeting talking about how I didn't deserve it, what have I ever done, and like fuck y'all, like it. Like, <laughs> what's with me is for me, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like fortunate enough, you know all the stuff that happened with. Cause I was watching EDS as a fan, and you know Joe's story with that, yeah. and then um, I just really hitting the desk up to say what's up, and then I went there one time and never left, mm-hmm. and I did that for three years, and then it, it kind of got me into a space where now I'm doing stuff with like Adidas, I've done stuff with like Foot Locker, all these different things. It's, me, honestly, bro, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I just know that I got kids, I got family, I got people. So I'm always just trying to figure out some shit that I could do that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a big difference between, like, just specifically being in the industry. Because I, I still am. Like, I'm still vice president of Asylum Records. Mm-hmm. You know, been doing that for two years. Um, you know, we had the Sada Baby record, a uh, whole lot of choppers, the choppers. remix with Nicki. Mm-hmm. Um... So for me to be able to do that and do this, I think I'm the only person that done it that way. So I'm just trying to really call my lane. I don't, bro. I might be starring in a movie one day. I don't know what the fuck. If it's something that comes with a check, and I'm not, a, I'm not a money person, but if it's something that comes with a check that I'm comfortable getting, and I ain't gotta not be myself, I'm gonna do it. Like yeah. as long as I can be myself, I'm gonna make money doing whatever the fuck I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you mentioned movies. Go ahead, go. No, I was gonna ask him, being that you're yeah, in like the music industry, mm-hmm. and you're also a media personality, you have to give your opinion. Do you ever feel like conflicted? Yes and no. Like, 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 yes and no. Like sometimes, I mean, I don't know, bro. Like honestly, I, people say the word bias a lot, right? And bias, like, yeah, every the thing about it is that everybody's biased to certain people. Yeah. Like, yeah, I want my man to win before I want you to win. Like, yeah, of course. Like, but, but, like, as far as giving my opinion, I think that there's levels to my opinion because I, I don't feel like this, this things that's meant for camera and this things that's not meant for camera. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Absolutely. People are like, oh, you got to be one way all the time. No, yeah. it's certain shit that's meant for camera. And if you have a relationship, there's certain shit that, like, I might allude to, but when I see you, I would rather have a conversation with you than just trying to put you out there. Like, I'm not no salacious person, bro. Like, I don't, like, every time I interview somebody, I'm never talking about, like, um, like, who you dating or, like, the contract. Like, if you got a case, like, bro, I put money on people's books every month. So, it's like, I'm not going to be asking you what's the status of your fucking, your freedom. Like, I'm not going to, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't work for CNN. Like, that's not what I do. And then also, like, when I was on EDS... I had to talk about certain topics with, with, um, on the show because that's what was going on. It was a hip-hop topical show. When I'm doing my shit, I ain't really, I don't really care about, like, the, uh, I don't care about going viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not into the views and, like, the thing about it is people think that, like, your show can't be um, good if you don't have X amount of views. Now, yeah, it would be better if it had more views, but that doesn't mean that whatever company you're working with can't monetize the content. And, and make, and not to interrupt, mm-hmm, cool. and but to make it grow. Too, yeah, right? to make like, it grow. Right. You, you've seen what we've done it, with, yeah. with nothing. No, with, right. with nothing. Right. Yeah. Like, so it's, to, to Wayno's point to the audience that's listening, it's very possible to start in your backyard and, and go get somewhere as long as you just go get somewhere. Yeah, you I mean, like, so, sometimes it, it, like, I don't know, bro, like, only thing that I wish I could talk about more is basketball because I really love talking about basketball like, more than anything. And, I, and most of the times when I do shit, it's like I don't get a chance to talk with basketball people. But like other than that, bro, like what I'm doing now is not really solely, solely based on my opinion. I have like um like the stuff that I'm about to do going forward. Um, I can't even announce it yet because the press release ain't called yet. Wait, but I'm announcing. I'm trying I to go viral. I can't, man. I, I can't. But what I will say is that you know. I feel like I'm family with you guys, so I'll come back once you yeah, know. Yeah, that's yeah. Like I would See, definitely do that. Mm-hmm. So you said you don't talk about people's relationships. I did have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Whose responsibility is it to fight future? Is it Steve Harvey <laughs> or is it or is it Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, I don't think. I, listen, I ain't gonna front, bro. Future a little off, bro. Like I don't think you want to fight him, bro. That nigga's not fighting, right? Because I don't think he saw Creed. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, but that's acting, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's acting, bro. Like, and that's what but I'm saying. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I love Future. Future is in my top 10 all time. Me too. He's in my top 10 all time. I've heard stories about Future, though. Well, he's like, my top I'm saying, like, the ones where you're not supposed to play with him. Like, right, right. You're not supposed to play with him. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna go off acting. Future's my top 10 all time as an artist just because I feel like, you know, a lot of people think that Future is just a single artist and they don't listen to his music. And like he be talking about a lot of real shit yeah, from yeah. a relationship perspective, yeah. from a like just life if you grew up in a certain type of mm-hmm. way perspective. Yeah. And I think because of how he delivers it in hip hop, like you know in hip hop, the New York opinion is like the media opinion yeah. for overall. And I, I think that that needs to change a lot. Like, Yo, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. And Wilson knows, and he always gets on me, Brandon. Knows. I can't get in the future. Yeah, that's fine. I, I can, like I, when I listen to his albums. Like, there's a couple of tracks that mm-hmm. that I could like. All right, that that's cool. But for a whole album, I'll end up turning he, it off. Future's future all James now, Brown, man. Now, now hold on. People, before, people before, act like they can't before, understand. Before, because Nas is gonna have to defend himself. I want to preface this by saying, okay, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> you gotta tell me who you could listen to. For no, 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 we gonna get there. We gonna get there. We gonna get there. Right. This guy, okay. me and Wilson just. Found out he just heard Watch the Throne like last and it, week. And, 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 and it, no, it, 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 Nah, no. See, help I, him out. I was gonna bring somebody up as a joke, but I don't want to bring him up. Like, I'm like, so who you be listening? <laughs> nah, but 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 you know what? What I learned, bro, is that like you know, like as I yo know, as I've been growing in this shit, like. Your opinion is your opinion. Yeah. It's not the standard for all. Like, I don't know if y'all seen, but I did bootleg Kev's uh, podcast. And Kev, I didn't bring it up. Kev started talking about Tupac. I don't fuck with no other podcast. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you fuck with no, no, I'm, right. I'm joking but, to the audience. We're joking. We're joking. But, but, um, we, it was a conversation about, like, he was talking about Tupac. And then he said something about Lil Wayne. And I was like, I don't care what anybody says. Lil Wayne is a better rapper than Tupac. Facts. He's a better rapper. Like, uh, I'll agree with that. He's a better rapper. Now, I'm not talking, like, when you say that somebody's better in a certain space, it's like, oh, you saying that he can't fuck with him? No, I'm yeah. not saying that. Yeah. Tupac is one of the greatest artists of our generation yeah. ever, like, of all generations. Yeah. But I feel like as far as rapping skill, if both of them was on Funk Flex and yeah. they had to rap. A freestyle? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about skill. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a murder. Tupac got a lot of the same flows with a lot of shit. Yeah, all right, hold on. So if we're talking just lyrical, if we're talking just lyrically, right? Just talking lyrically. If we're talking lyrically, I would give Wayne the edge. If we're talking overall performance, lyrically, performing, energy, content. Listen, but but see, I'm still going pop. Wait a second. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. That content word is very tricky. Because people always act like the only way you could be a good rapper is if you rapped about how much you love the sun coming up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like for real, right? If you laugh about life and yeah. like, bro, you can have negative messages and still be really good. Like, yeah. everything doesn't have to be save the world or save black people or save hip hop. It's, it's, I love, bro, we're not going to act like N.W.A. was talking about killing the police and killing niggas in their neighborhood, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, public enemy, like, they had a certain narrative that they ran with. I'm just saying that, like, we gotta stop thinking that music is all just this one space where it's like, cause Tupac had a song about everything. Mm-hmm. He talked about saving niggas and killing them. Mm-hmm. He talked about fucking bitches and respecting women. Yeah. But like people always reduce Tupac to being this positive figure that he wasn't positive all the time, he bro. Wasn't, like, but that's my other thing too. I was, I'm not saying I, that you said that now. No, but I was, <laughs> but I was saying that to somebody else. I think were we having this conversation? We were talking to some uh, talking about something about uh, how people are always positive all the time. I mean, there's, there's, I, at least I feel like there's. Yeah, some, I don't like that. I, I'm positive a lot. I ain't I, I'm, I'm positive no, too, but I'm positive. I'm, listen, I'm a. All right, you. Want, I'm a Capricorn. I, I know you could be negative too. Oh, oh no, I'm mad negative. But, I'm bad negative. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm bad negative. Bro, I, I'm bad negative. I'm bad negative. No, I'm. So this is my thing with with, with me, right? Like the reason why, because a lot of people be. Uh, I, I, I've gotten flat. Help this so, uh, real quick, not to cut you off. Help help the people understand me, and maybe I can help them understand you. All right, so let me let me say. All right, my the reason why I'm positive, bro, is because I grew up around a lot of negativity, bro. When you come, I have the words tattooed on me. I have a, two street signs tattooed on me, and the street signs say nothing and no hope. That's because when I every day I came outside when I was a kid, I had nothing to look forward to. Yeah. Like, that's not an easy way to grow up, right? So, because I went through a lot, I'm not married to my past, but because I went through so much, like, turmoil growing, and with that being said, 
I didn't have like my, my mom wasn't a, a drug addict. Like my dad wasn't beating my mom. Like, I, but I went through shit like everybody else. Yeah. But because I went through so much, I try to live my day to make every and anybody else's day better. Yeah. That's just how I try to be. But the, the downside to that is because I'm so positive. When something hits me wrong, yeah. I go to yeah. a thousand. Like yeah. I take it to the furthest extent because. I just like to protect my peace so much. You, you feel me? So, I mean, I'm positive a lot, but like, yeah, bro. I, every day is where I be like, man, fuck everybody. No, yeah, you know bro. what it is? Oh, my fault. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I think there's power in positive, I mean, power in negativity. Absolutely. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Because when we had on Clinton Sparks, mm-hmm. you know, he had his book about how basically, basically saying anybody's making a rap. And I was like, whoa. And he was like, yeah, I don't really trash. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, no, you can't say that because no, you can what's trash to that. you might be. Exactly. It is, there is trash out there. But, but, but you need that as a rapper. You need yeah. that feedback for people who are like, I don't really like But I think that we need we, we need to be challenged. Like if I like if I say that something isn't good because I dislike it, yeah. that doesn't mean that I think that you'll never do anything in life. I just don't like what you're doing. Now, you can take that and run with it. Or you can succumb to that and say, well, Wayno said I'm never going to be anything. So I'm, and I'm not doing that for that. I'm just giving my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying about opinions. I get so much flack for having an opinion. It's like, yo, people be telling me like all types of negative shit. Like, yo, you should die. You know? <laughs> like, damn, just because I don't like this nigga's song. Like, I, you know what I mean? I'm like, on a much lower level than you. I've heard that. <laughs> yo, bro, it's crazy. No, Somebody that, said they want to piss on my grave. Yeah. Bro, the little Wayne Tupac shit, bro. It's like. First of all, I'll be looking at these kids like, bro, I was like 13 or 12. I was 12 when Tupac died. What the fuck with any of y'all? Yeah, like, yeah, you can't yeah. tell me about, like, like it, it's no different. It's like a, a person watching YouTube videos and telling you how Michael Jordan wasn't this or that. Yeah, and we grew up watching yeah, Michael Jordan. Like, I couldn't stand that nigga, by the way. For real? But you know, I shouldn't say that word, but I couldn't stand Michael Jordan. I was a big Knicks fan. That's why. Yeah, I yeah, like, he's a die by Knicks. I, I, so I, 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 so I was. No, I didn't, I'm not saying he's not. He's one the best. I have him up there with. You're just a diehard. You're a diehard. Yeah, you're just an old man. It's ingrained in you. Want to know I know about you? What or what I want to know about you? When you was playing basketball, who'd you call out? You were. Ooh. Remember that when we were kids. Remember that when we was kids. You remember that when we was kids. Where it's like when you get to the court and we playing, and it might be on a crate, or it might be a garbage can, or a fire escape. I'm I'm Jordan. You bird, you magic, or you bird. Somebody had to be bird. Because I used to be telling people how much I love Larry Bird. And like, for real, I'm like, Larry Bird was busting Mike ass. Like, you know, like you, somebody had to pick bird when we was kids. Like, you know what I mean? He was definitely one of great, you a Clyde Drexler dude. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely wasn't saying you were a John Stark. He probably Kenny the Jet Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I got him as a Jet No, I thought I was AI. I, I, Come I, on, stop, man. Hey, that's when you start playing ball, nigga. Stop it. Like, hell. You know what? Yeah, you know, I, was, I, was, I was a big, up until like, Sixth grade, seventh grade, I was big into football. Okay. So I'm yelling out, you know, I'm playing football. I'll be, yo, Dion. Right, right, right. Dion, Dion, Julius Al. Right. But then I started watching. Allen Iverson got me into basketball. I was like, oh, who is. So you got into basketball late. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got into basketball. I get that. I get so that. So what was your sports of choice growing up? Football. Football. My football. father's a football coach. I, I, I played football. Mm, okay. Ah, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, I played. Makes, I played. makes a little sense why you yeah. little bugged out. Yeah. <laughs> the head Uh, left bench. Left bench. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's hilarious. Well, hold on. This is a sidebar commonality uh, for the viewership. Uh, Both of these gentlemen are Muslim. Right. Mm -hmm. Talk about uh, if if you could give him any advice uh, retaining your faith in this industry. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give him? And then I guess what advice could you possibly give him? In terms of uh, any other sort of spiritual advice, that's really good because I would have never thought of a question <laughs> like that. Um, I, I, for me, I, I say that like my spiritual journey was really deep. Like I grew up Hebrew when I was a little kid, so I used to wear yarmulke when I was a little kid. I didn't know that. Joe, you know what's yeah. so good? Preschool, I went to Barishif. I went to a black Israelite school. For real? Yeah. So I wasn't like my family was in Israelites. We was we were more like Jews. Like my, my family was like Jewish. Like we was like Jewish people. Like you know what I mean? But so I used to have to go to synagogue on Saturday, read the Torah, wear yarmulke. Like, but then th- th- it was confusing because Christmas come around, we got a tree. Like you know what I mean? it's, <laughs> it's, it's a little confusing. And then like that led us. Like my mom, it was my spiritual journey was my mom's spiritual journey, and um. That led my mom, like, we started going to the church and all of that. But, like, I, every time I used to go to the church, I felt like, and I'm not saying this for all churches, but the churches we went to was kind of, like, 
judgmental to the people who were coming in. It was like, we if we all here for one common goal, which is to praise God, why y'all talking about what people rocking? You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. that, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Ironically, I found Islam through music because I, I became Muslim because when I was working at uh, uh, Rockefeller, I was around uh, state property and seven of the members, out of seven of the members, six of them are Muslim. So I was around Beanie Siegel a lot. He's Muslim, Freeway, of course. Petey Crack, um, Oskino, um, Sparks, they both Muslim. And Neef. Sparks was Muslim. Yeah, um, and the only one that is Muslim is Chris. And, but Chris's brother is Muslim. Like, Philly is a big Muslim. Like, Philly's like Newark. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big Muslim town. And um, the way I actually found Islam was, like, living with Beanie Siegel and him getting me to read different books every day. And then um, I took my shahada. I actually took my shahada at Beanie's living room. That's so, dope. So, That's the way I, like, with Islam, I found it by being in music. So, the way I've been able, it, it sharpened me up as a man. So I also don't feel like, you know, um, I don't agree when people say that, like, you know, like a lot of Muslim people say Islam is perfect for everybody. I don't agree there only because I feel like Islam is, is it, it was what it was for me. So I don't impose, I don't feel like people should impose religion on anybody because everybody has their own journey they have to go on. But what I will say is that like, it's just, it's, it's kept, it's kept me sharp, bro. It's like, I don't. I don't smoke, I don't drink much, you know what I mean? I drink every now and then, but um, whenever you're, I'm you're making- not I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect, yeah, like I'm, I got other shit with myself, yeah. but like as far as like how I've been able to navigate in, in the industry while using my faith, it's just taught me to just never forget who I am more than anything, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's been, that's the only thing I would say is like, you know, it's taught me to never forget who I am, you know what I mean? And, and to just be true to who I am. And Islam is a very peaceful religion, so that's why I'm very peaceful. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I try to exude that onto others. Like, try to make other people feel comfortable in my presence. When I leave, I want people to be like, damn, I rock with Wayne, though. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I care about that. I feel like that's how you change the world, for real. Yeah. yeah. Not, not exudes that. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know He's just afraid he's gonna slip into the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're trying to save this guy. By the way. No, I'm not, you know what's crazy about life though? I really rationalize a lot of life based on fiction. So like you said, like slip into the dark sky, bro. Like I really look at myself as a Jedi a lot, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like that's a mm -hmm. fact. Like, and you know, with being a Jedi, sometimes you get influenced by the dark yeah, side. Yeah, that's yeah, a fact. Like yeah. they wanted the same. It's about balance. It's fiction, but it's about balance in life. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. The only thing I say, like, I have a saying, and most of these guys in here know it. Mm -hmm. This is trust in the line, but tie up your camera. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's something I live by. It's like, all right, trust that God got you and that you're gonna, he's gonna, Allah's gonna pull you the right way, mm -hmm. but make sure you do your part. Do your part, yeah, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Then make sure your business, I say, dot the I's, cross the T's, and do both to the J's right. because mm -hmm. people, people are gonna try to get you in either way. Yeah. So that, yeah. that if it, you take nothing from me, Trust in a lot, but tied the camera. <laughs> I take that. I take that. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. Like, right, right. It, it's certain things. Um, I think even for pandemic, and that's why I said when you were talking in the beginning, you said um, last year was a tough year for you. I mean, mm. obviously for us, it was a tough year for all of us, right? I think yeah. I, don't, I don't know anyone that didn't go through anything, even from the show to just personally, right? And I think this year is about uh, it's about growth. I've, I've always felt like that. I felt like, I, and I'm, it's my it's my mantra that I'm running with this year is yeah. that uh, this year is the year uh, of, of growth and it's a do-over. It's a do-over. Man, you it's... Get a, you get a chance to, to right some wrongs. You get a chance to, to fix some things. Yeah. And I think that um, I, I'll, I'm going to continue to preach that just because I feel like it's so pertinent. Like, there's so many mistakes that I've made in the past that where now I've seen them come, kind of come back again and I'm like, ah! Yeah, not I, this time. Bro, nope. I would say, like, just for myself, like, last year I lost my dad. Not yeah. the COVID. My dad had cancer. Yeah, cancer. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, I lost my dad. Yeah. And in the, uh, January, I lost my aunt, who was my dad's little sister. And then I lost my grandmother. And these are two, I mean, my grandmother, out of eight grandkids, I was her only grandson. Yeah. So me and her had a bond that, like, none of my other cousins had with her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We had a close, my dad, like, me and my dad was really, really, really close. So... Like, losing those people, like, you, what I've learned about life is that life goes on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you can't sit around feeling sorry for yourself because you go through hardship. Because no matter what, we're always going to continue to go through hardship. But the thing about living is just live life how you want to live it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whether yeah. it's you, your family, whatever. Because I, when, losing people to me, they were all, like, older. My grandmother was 89. My, um, my dad was 70. And my aunt was around, like, 60, 61. But what I learned was, is like at each one of their, their services, everybody spoke about the person that they were. So it's like, it just made me say like, yo, 
for however long I got left here, I know exactly who I want to be because I know how I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered as something that keeps a person like, like uh, inspired. They want to go. They want to push. You know what I'm saying? Like that is it's, it's really important for that. Right. Let, let me ask you. And I know we'll get to some topics, but mm-hmm. my one of my goals at the NATO is I want to be a humanitarian. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that's what you want to be. You just don't know it yet. I, I, you know what's so crazy about that? Like as many times as I've heard the word humanitarian, I really don't know the definition of it. Like, I don't know the definition of it. I think she's either, giving a but back it, it, what it yeah. is is it, the, the principle of, of, of that is you, you've done enough good in the world, the way, at least the way I understand it. Yeah. You've done enough good in the world. You've impacted enough good people in the world to where the people that, that select you, they select you because you've done enough. So my right, goal right, in right. life is to either do that or at least be considered enough. Because right. then I feel like even if I was considered enough, I did some something in this world mm. that will resonate and will live and will help people. That's heavy. So I would, yeah, I would say think about that because again, yeah. we have like minds, I would think about it because yeah. you have a energy to, to, to fix people and, and, to, and to get through to people. You know, what's, people. you know what's crazy about that? That shit also comes at your detriment sometimes too though. Like, I you know, clear, I but that's why I, I've taken such a different stance. Like before- you, it, Hold on, what do you mean to the detriment of a house? A li- a your peace of, of mind. Yeah. So like, like for myself, right? Like there's been times where like, I thought that I was like helping a not when I say help, help doesn't come with a dollar. You You're know what right. I'm saying? Like just giving somebody a time or giving them knowledge or giving them insight on something that can help them. You think that you could be building a person up when you really like feeding a snake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about snakes is like I'm yo, know, I pay a lot of attention to nature because like with humans, we have like these minds, we think so different, we have all these different things. But with nature with nature, animals just they live how they live, based on where they at. Yeah. That's how they live. Like, and with snakes, you could uh, you could have a snake from the time that shit hatches out the egg or it comes out of a not, another snake. You could feed it a hundred times, take care of it. It will still bite you. Yep. Yeah, you know what snake, I'm saying. Snake's so, gonna be a snake. Yeah, that is so, fact. but that's his nature though. That's but you have fact. to you have to start learning how to identify snakes. Oh yeah. So my thing, the reason why I said it could be at your detriment is because like I, I also don't believe that like. I should stop being the person I want to be because I could potentially exactly. build a snake. Exactly. I just learned, learned how to deal with people sometimes. There might be people that you like that you still have to place a barrier in between yeah. because everybody can't have the same access to yeah. you. So that's kind of what I meant at your detriment because, yeah, man, it's like you could do you could do some shit for somebody and really think you... You, you, you would think in your mind like, yo, I've done... Not done something for him, but, but like I've been good to you. I've been good to you. Whether you had a difference with that person and y'all got past y'all difference, you and then if that snake will bite you, you be like, damn, I, you know what? I should have, I should have recognized that from the start. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. But also don't let that not like let you be who you like to be. And also, I, I also don't think too. I mean, everyone's been bitten by snakes. I think sometimes the snake just may trip out, and and you could keep the snake. Like to your point, you just gotta make sure that you are you. Correct it and address the shit too. Well, I because that's the other thing too. Yeah, I just I, I trust everybody. Yeah, I trust everybody to do what I trust before. They, yeah, that's a yeah. fact. Like you had levels of trust. Like I got people that I trust that I would let pick my kids up from school, and I got people I would trust that never be around my kids. Yeah, I got people that that I trust that like I would send you a picture of my crib, but I would never tell you the address. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> real, like it, it, it's, it's like, but but see, and even for the negative things that they do, I trust that you'll do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I trust, I have a level of trust for everyone, but it's just the access that changes. And that's what I needed to learn. That's mm. what I needed to learn. I think we all needed to learn that. Like, throughout our journey together, when we really think about it, yeah. that was the biggest piece for us. It's like, all right, we shouldn't take certain things so personal. You know what I'm saying? We, yeah. should, we shouldn't look at things like, oh, they were out to do this and that. No. Now you know, and just 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 chill. It's, yeah. it's okay. Like, and the other thing I, I really like what what I say I, I've gotten from COVID is that yo everyone makes mistakes, yo. Like you can't the fact, and that's why I'm so against that whole cancel culture shit, dog. Like people Bro. make mistakes. I can't name not one person in this room that could sit here and say I've never made a mistake. I'm I, perfect. I, I'm I, just, like, when it comes to that cancel shit, I feel like everybody has the right to say something that they're not unco- that they're uncomfortable with. hundred percent. Whether that be sexuality, race, whatever, like, I respect a person who doesn't know our way of life or our culture, so to speak, and say, why is that, or why do y'all do what y'all do, and let let you give them some insight, and even yeah. if you give them the insight, they be like, oh, well, I still don't fuck with it, that's fine, but I, I don't like the fact that, like, if I say something just because I don't know, or I'm not privy, I'm looked at as, like, 
I'm just insensitive to everything. Because how do we move forward? It, like, every nobody wakes up knowing everything. And a lot of times, like, depending on how you grow up, a lot of things is not normal to us. Yeah. What I learned about the hood, bro, is that nothing in the hood is regular. Like, <laughs> like, 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 nothing, like, it's regular to us if you live there and you grow there. But, like, that shit ain't regular compared to, like, what other people live. But it's regular to us. So it's like, you can't just judge us based on what we don't know. Same way we can't judge you based on what y'all don't know. But depending on the class of the person, it what is what makes yeah. the difference. Yeah. You know what I hate most about cancel culture? I just realized this recently. Like when I'm having like a debate or an argument with like my friends, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I've noticed that like cancel culture talking points have seeped into everyday conversation. Mm -hmm. Even like like one of my boys, like I know how he would react in a certain situation. So I'm talking to him about that, and he's giving me an answer like, like he's gonna get canceled someplace. Mm. You have to say that, like, yeah, like, he's, like centering, he's centering him. Yeah. He's walking on eggshells, just talking to you. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I know that if you were in that situation, you wouldn't do that. Oh, but this, that, and other, and it's like, no, 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 I want your opinion. That's what I'm talking to you about. Yeah. I mean, if, That's I'm, keep, I if, if I'm keeping it a buck, though, it's, it's politics as usual. You gotta yeah. look at it. There's, there's people out there. I'm sure. I'll, see, I was gonna say something. All right, I'll, let's say if I'm if I'm like a Diddy or somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not Diddy, but let's say I'm a Diddy. <laughs> let's say I'm a Diddy. I'm sure that there's plenty of times where Puff has wanted to address some shit about even it could be even about race issues where he's very vocal, but he's really not saying all that he really wants to say just because he can't offend his, his political connects that he, that he's working with. You know what I mean? Like I think about that. There's bigger. Bigger, there's a bigger yeah. play to certain things at times where, you know, if I if I want to be that rambunctious and just say fuck all these people, this that and the third, that could feel good for me and that and that may not hurt me, but that doesn't mean it's not gonna hurt the people that you know I'm trying to uplift or, or trying to, to to nurture. Yeah, what what's crazy is you ever see the movie Ali? Yeah. All right, you saw when when Muhammad is talking to Nona Gay, right? Mm -hmm. When she was like, "Yo, why are you dealing with Don King? Mm -hmm. He look he talks black." lives white and thinks green. Mm. And Muhammad Ali, Will Smith's character, answers her, clean, club, clean cut Muslims on the south side of Chicago is not going to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with the, I, I brought that up because you said Diddy. Mm -hmm. If he's in that boardroom and I need to get Wayno his own channel or his own his own show on primetime, mm -hmm. I can't go out there and badmouth everybody. Correct. Because when I go to the boardroom means and the doors are closed, I need to get deals done. I need to get, put my people in position to win. And I think as a culture, that's what we have to learn. It's like, yeah, I want to say X, Y, and Z about this group, that group, and the other group, but I can't. As a culture, people got to understand that people got to pay their bills. Right. You know, I, I think that's the biggest misconception <laughs> yeah. that comes with all everything. Because you said what you said is perfectly right. But it's like, you know, I, I can't stand to see people who are not in any position say what they would do in that yeah, position. Oh, my God. Like, you, you can't. Oh, my God. I, I hate to see The whole 6 thing, I felt like that. Uh huh. With the, the whole thing, yeah. Well, so this is what. So it, it even with that, I hate talking about that kid. Let me clear. And 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 we we've, we've been critical of academics on the show. You know the show, right? Yeah. That I'd be worried about him, and I just want to say that just because. And you but know why? I mean? Just because. I mean, I'm gonna tell you why you can't be. I'm, I'm, see the thing about academics, bro. Uh, you gotta. Uh, the yeah. thing about academics is you have to realize, bro, is that like, see, the problem with hip hop culture is that. Because hip-hop started in the Bronx, you know, and it was started in the street, people think that the street means street shit. It's two different things. Like, when we were kids and we used to go outside to play, we didn't say that we was in the streets. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, like we, we didn't say that. Like, where you at? You're in the streets. Like, like, you didn't say that. You just was outside, right? We didn't call it outside. We just was going to play or going to be out the crib. Yeah. Yeah. So people blur the lines between what hip-hop is because um, the, the, the foundation of it is like... It, it was like, bro, when you look at Melly Mel and all these guys, but they was dressing crazy. Like the same way how people dress crazy now, like they was dressing just as crazy in the 70s and yeah. early 80s and wearing sheer shirts and fucking <laughs> belt bottoms with yeah. briefs on and all types of weird shit. You know what I mean? And like, then it switched in the 90s to a little bit more grittiness and all of that. And not just in New York, like you think about the Ghetto Boys. Um, I think even with the Outkast, with, with Outkast, even though their music was different, it wasn't viewed as street music. You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, no, no. But if you Atlanta, where they come from, was the streets. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So people look at all of that and say like, 
oh, like they act like everybody supporting this, like hip hop is this mafia that everybody abides by these rules in, right? Mm. When I talk about academics, bro, he's a civilian. Yeah. Yeah. Would I ever be cool with a person like Six Nine? Absolutely not. Can I say, like when when I think about like that whole shit? I'm not talking when I think about Six Nine. I don't think about like what he did. I think about prevention. That's my yeah. point, though. That's I'm, my I'm, point. I'm about prevention because it's like this, bro. It's like he used that gang affiliation as a tool to be more seen because a Mexican kid that's a blood around a bunch of black people makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Yeah. So people are gonna look at it. I mean, it's like a pimple. You know what I mean? Like a big ass pimple <laughs> on the face. Like you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're immediately gonna point that out. Now that whole telling shit and this down the third. Let's not even talk about anybody telling. Talk about how you could keep a kid out of a gang so that they never get in that into that position. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about like even at the point where the gang had an a, a artist like that, somebody stepping in, which is still hard to say like, yo, bro, y'all could be the biggest label on the East Coast if y'all change like the trajectory of what y'all doing. But at the same time, the streets was their nature. Yeah. I can't tell it like That's I I can't yeah, tell it. It's hard to tell a person not to rob to eat when that's how they've been eating for their whole life and them being in the street. Yeah. It, it's, it's more deep-rooted conversations into that. But, like, bro, academics, what people have to understand about academics is that he's an entertainer. Yeah. I mean, he's an no, entertainer. I totally understand yeah. that, but I, I also understand, much like you, you've mm-hmm. been around how while he's an entertainer and mm-hmm. while he is um, a civilian of sorts, mm-hmm. civilians can... Get hurt too. Absolutely. And, 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 and there's a lot of people looking for this guy, and somehow he keeps having to turn up with these exclusives. So I worry about it just because I see the dude is talented. Joe knows him, you know him, everyone has vouched for this guy. I've never met him not once, but the, it, it worries me. It like, he's a good bro. He's a he's a better person than people think he is. I'll say that. Because I, I see, I know him a little differently. I spent three years every morning with this dude for three hours a day. Like, for three years, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I know him in a capacity that people don't know him in. The thing that people always get misconstrued is they just don't, he says a lot of shit that's correct, they just don't like him as the messenger. Yeah. That, that's it, bro. It's like, if, if it was certain people saying certain shit that he says, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's kind of right. But it, it's just the messenger. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even when it comes to per, the exclusives of the content, People get mad at him for posting the shit that other other person posts. He doesn't make it. Like he doesn't make the content. Well, that's if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, early on, I thought that I'm like, yo, why is he making this fucked up content? Oh no, nah, he was. He's not making it, bro. I mean, I he's he giving, bro. He's a com- he's a commentator. You know what I mean? He's a commentator. But people got to stop wanting. That's the problem. And remember, now as we was kind of having this conversation offline, like people want other black people to be responsible for all black people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, 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 okay. Y'all can go ahead and have that conversation right now on this pod. No, no, no that's a fact. It's like, it's like, bro, like, I can't, because I'm in music, I'm not responsible for every nigga who raps and picks up a gun and shoots somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. I can say is, that's kind of fucked up. If you don't see that that's fucked up and you keep doing what you're doing, you'll find out it's fucked up into your 40th year in prison. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you'll, you'll, you'll figure out it's fucked up one way or another. Eventually, you're going like, to figure no, it out. Like, no, for real, bro, because it, it's, it's real shit. It's like, um, when I look at like even like the disc records of today, disc records when we grew up was more about, all right, we might have had an interaction at a show that I didn't like, but you can't fuck with me as a rapper. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you as a rapper, and I'm gonna show you why in the bars. Yeah. Now it's like, yo, this nigga was in my girl DM. You know what I mean? Like, or, yeah. or, 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 um, cause, cause all these kids that be killing each other, when you start looking at these kids all grew up together, bro. They all, like, they all, they mothers know each oh, other. They, they went to the same AAU programs yeah. and shit. And you're like, well, what went wrong? Yeah. And I think that the the um, the um thirst for, for clout or the thirst for attention because I'm tougher than you or you're tougher than me or you can't fuck with us in the street is where we get, where it's all going yeah. astray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I care, but, like, I don't care about y'all more than I care about my kids. So it's like, y- y- y'all got to start figuring out that your life has value. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say I don't think academics is gonna get touched because he's very vocal about. No, he's never. He'll call the cops. But it's it's not even a, you're not gonna catch him. like bro. He's yeah. Not saying that's an impossible, but bro. Ultimately, if a person ran down on academics and did something to him, what you doing? What you doing it for? Because he's decided to be friends with Six Nine or because he's being now look, Rory and Maul got a different argument. You know what I mean? They got a, they got a different argument. But I'm talking about like bro. 
if you like now think about this if you're an artist first and foremost you're one of the most recognizable people on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. So if you decide to, or you have one of your homies decide to do something to this man, based on what? Because he does, he he said that you was trash, or because he don't post your shit, or because he antagonized the beef that you antagonized with another person that y'all was on some yeah, dumb shit with. Yeah, yeah. I want I want I want to touch you because you're fueling this and, and but you're fueling but, the, and but you're, you're, and you're fueling and it though. Huh? You're, you're fueling. It's like bro. So it's different levels, right? Mm -hmm. So look. It's not the same, but like Jake Paul and Logan, I don't know which one of them white boys is which, but <laughs> them versus, for I don't know which one is which, but them versus Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> right? Because it's really, one of them is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, it's it's, it's the brands versus the brands, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that academics views the shit as like on some Don King shit. Yeah. He yeah, views it on some yeah, Don yeah, King yeah. shit like, oh, word, like, like, cause he'll be, Don King used to hang with Mike Tyson and then go hang with the nigga that he about to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And antagonize the situation quick because you want good product. Now the product, it, it unfortunately, it falls into the streets. Yeah. When we talking about hip hop, what hip hop niggas got to figure out is that you are not gangsters, bro. Mm -hmm. it, it, like, I always give this analogy. If said rapper, whomever, talks all that street shit, like if, if we seen Pooh Shiesty, yeah. And Pooh Shiesty sitting right outside this room and some shit pop off, we expect Pooh Shiesty to do something, right? Yeah. Based on what? Just his records and everything. Based on his records. Based on his music, right? <laughs> nigga, if Arnold Schwarzenegger is outside this room and nigga starts shooting, nobody's looking for him to pull out a Desert Eagle <laughs> and save all of us. Nobody, nobody's looking for him to save nobody. Nah, but we looking for Pooh Shiesty to merc something if a nigga disrespect yeah. him. Right? But... Think about how psychologically our culture is all messed up. It's all fucked up, bro. It's all fucked up because we praise we praise the detriment of our people, bro. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you know how they always have like the the if you're a rapper and you go to LA or you got check in and that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I always wanted to do the white rappers have to check in. No, that's it. We were just talking. We were just talking. Yeah. Is there a white check-in? Who would be like the no, white check-in? No, no, saying, like the G-Eazy touchdown. The white check-in is going to Rodeo Drive and going shopping. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the white check-in, bro. That's, but, I was curious, do they have to check in the same way? Yo, so check-ins don't have to check in. So checking in, and one of my homies gave me this gem about checking in. Checking in was it always some shit in the streets. Checking in used to be some shit that started in the South, where if you went from one town to the next, you get with whatever people that's in the next town to make sure that you're all right, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Now, going to LA and being around, I done been around the, the, the top blood, the top crip, all these motherfuckers. I understand why they do it. I truthfully understand why they do it, that why they make people check in because end of the day, bro, like we saying this, right? I come from poverty. If I go to another city, I don't want to go to where's the, the most poverty. Like, yeah. I don't want to like, oh, y'all niggas got roaches too? Y'all got, yeah, yeah. right, got rats too? Like, well, so do we. That's our common ground, no. I look at it as this, bro. That shit, that checking in shit is a business. Yeah, that shit is a business because every time, it's not always like somebody saying like, all right, if you want to be in LA and you want to run around, you got to give me money. What it is is that, all right, y'all niggas is on some gangster shit, whatever the case may be, cool, but my nephew rap too. Mm -hmm. He's trying to make it. Mm -hmm. Fuck with my nephew if y'all want to be out here. Mm -hmm. Help us out because them people over there, bro, being in LA, when I went to LA and I really was in the hood, and I came back home, I was like, I don't know why anybody would gangbang outside of where they at, because that's just they, that's they, that's the law of their land. Like that's how they live. So what I'm saying is, is this, right? Like gangbanging is oppression, right? It's oppression. But people want to be a part of things. Yeah. So I understand why I can't tell nobody in New York not to be a blood or a crip or a Latin king and yet that, whatever you want to be. But what I will say is this is like niggas be doing all of that just to go somewhere to validate themselves and say I was there. If you gonna be a blood, and you go to a blood neighborhood in LA that you connected with, go talk at the school. Yeah. Use your presence for more than that. Mm -hmm. Kids is doing good in school. Yo, let's do a pizza party for the kids. Let, let me use my presence for something more to help my, because uh, one common thing I feel, I feel connected to black people everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But use it for that. Don't use it to be like, yo, look y'all, I'm on, I'm, I'm in the 60s, yeah, I'm with all my Jews on. You know what I mean? With my watch, nigga, I got on my Balenciaga. Ain't nobody gonna touch nothing. Don't do that, bro. That's that's walking into a lion's den with a stick suit on. Yeah, yeah. For real, bro. You gonna get bit. Like yeah. this is a fact. Yeah, I don't I don't know why our culture has that. Like we were just talking GNR, Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue. Right. These dudes hated each other in the 80s. They cast is fist fighting in downtown LA all the time. Nobody ever died. 
It never came to guns blazing. That was, that was just like, oh, yo, don't mention Molly Crew while I'm doing my interview if, if I'm actual. I don't want to hear these dudes' names. Molly Crew, yo, don't, don't mention Guns N' Roses. We do something different. Yeah. But for whatever reason, African Americans, our people are considered like a monolith. Like we have to, like you said, talk. Go ahead. No, my fault, my fault. We have to, one person represents us all. When when white crime happens, there's no oh let me hear what uh, Elizabeth Taylor has to say. Yeah, it's like oh but we gotta hear what Eddie Murphy has to. Say. It's like yeah. for what? But but that's the, we the only people that look for entertainers to lead us. Yeah, like bro, like as much as I love every basketball, I love the NBA. I feel like NBA is real life superheroes, right? As much as I love them. When some shit pop off in the hood, I'm not looking for them niggas to speak for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, and and the, pro, the problem that I have with like media and all that is every time something happens in the hood, they don't use like this ton of this tons of like great black activists that we could champion. But everybody wonders what Kendrick Lamar thinks. I don't give a fuck about what Kendrick Lamar thinks. That nigga rap. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not looking for the nigga to make the next we gonna be alright, cause we're not alright. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not alright. We're, we're, we're not. Like, I'm I'm looking for somebody that's on the ground, that's doing this shit for real, who is the Kendrick Lamar in that field, to say, yo, this is what needs to happen. But that's my problem with white people, because they always speaking on our shit. And I said this, I forgot what I said this on, but I'm like, could you imagine my nigga? Some a, a, a mass shooting happens. In a, a white suburban neighborhood, and the first nigga you see on the news is me talking about what they need to do. Yeah, that'd be dope. That's, that's, that's what needs to happen. But that's what they be doing for us. Yeah, that's how it changes. But that's what they be doing for us. It's like, yo, some shit happens in the hood, and but because that's see, I'm a big, I'm very big on Second Amendment, bro. I'm very, very, very super big on Second Amendment, and every time some shit happens, bro, like they penalize like gun owners for the shit that white people do. Like, all right, like, yeah. white kid goes into school, shoot up the whole school. All right, y'all, we making it hard to get gun licenses for the for the for the for the for the, for the, the good people, yeah. For, the, yeah. for the people who ain't doing that shit. What do I got to do anything with that? No. How about we create a stop and frisk for white people? I want stop and frisk yeah. laws for white young white men who carry book bags and duffel bags. Yeah, stop absolutely. Them, stop them all the time. Bro, you know how many times the police done told me yeah, I fit the description? Y'all know that that would never happen. It would never happen. It's just a joke, but I would love to see that. <laughs> it would be a great <laughs> skit. Like, it would be a great skit. It would be. Yo, realistically, though, there should be some sort of uh, psychological test that every kid at some point in school has to take. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So you can start to like kind of like so give these kids out. Kind of in, in the target, the target white kids. But I'm not. I'm but not, I'm not mad. They do it to us. I'm not mad at therapy starting from a young age. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff that white, black, Asian, whoever, people are going through shit at home. Absolutely. And if you don't nip it in the bud, it's just gonna manifest itself. And by the time this kid comes goes to high school. It's old. It, it, I was having a conversation with my niece one time, and we spoke. She said something about like how crazy it's crazy when white people shoot up school. So I said, "So niggas that shoot up like little kids' birthday parties ain't the same as a mass shooter." Yeah. And she was she really tried to tell me no, and I was like, "Wait a minute, so <laughs> like, all right, so that's all right, different. That's, yeah, that's different. But because bro, we don't like to accept accountability. Yeah, yeah. watch one hundred percent. So it's like okay, right." This dude who, whatever frustrations he's going in life, goes and buys an AR-15 and he levels out 20, 30, 40, 50 people. It happens all the time, right? But the kid who goes and has a problem with this other kid that's 18 years old and they shoot at each other 100 times. Neither one of them hit each other, but they hit the mother and hit the little kid. Yeah. They're not as bad as that person. They're just the same motherfucking person. You want, you want to know why, why it is? And this is when uh, media brainwashes. When we think mass shooting we think mass shooting because of those big buildings schools mm, parks right. national uh landmarks right. 9 11 but people don't realize that anything a mass shooting what is it uh, three or more yeah three or more constitutes as a, a mass, mass shooting oh then i've been seeing mass shootings that, my whole entire I, life that's what i see but that, when, yeah, when, but and Nas is the one that pointed that out by the way on, wow. on whatever show we did it that's mm. the first thing that came to my, I, my mind i, I said yo I, i've seen mass shootings then. I feel like that definition though is to take the heat off white people though. It is. You know wait, what I'm wait, saying? Wait, 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 wait. Because then they can say, oh, black people are mass shooters too. No, but, I, but, but there's a big like difference. So the reason why I feel like they really, the reason why I feel like they treat it that way from a media standpoint is because like, it ain't enough black kids growing up to be things, right? Mm -hmm. Now like, 
the, we're not even considered in a conversation when they have about guns, right? Yeah. What happens in our neighborhoods yeah. because, like, I feel like they feel like we're not producing anything, which we know that we are, but the light is not put on what we produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, and I'm not talking about artists. I'm talking about, like, there's great kids from my neighborhood that have gone on to be authors mm-hmm. or fucking film directors. My best friend never went to film school ever in his life did a short film that was seven minutes and is winning new best director, all types of shit. So we produce talent, right? We produce a lot of talent in a lot of different ways. Like talent is, isn't always about entertaining yeah. in a certain space. Like, but I feel like the reason why it's not looked at it the same is because they safe in their homes and they're like, oh, wait. Let them sort that out because they, they, they hate each other. That's why when, we, when, when a police officer kills one of us, it's like, yeah, they kill each other anyway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, 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 they kill each And another thing is, like, even with the police, when it comes to how they react to other white, like, white police react to white kids when they get into the same situation, I feel like they don't, they don't want to kill their people. Not at all. Not at all. You know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest thing about it. Like, they don't want to kill their people. They bring the mass uh, shooters in alive. Oh, yeah. When we get killed by police or random white people or whatever, they start looking into the, the victim's background, like, oh, his father was a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. That ain't oh, yeah. got nothing to do with this yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even if it, but I, my thing is, is even if it did have something to do with, do with it, it's not looked at with sensitivity. Yeah. See, the thing is, is like, mm-hmm. when the mass shooter, when a mass shooter goes through something, it's like, yo, but he was such a good kid. He used to feed yeah. the rabbits down at the park. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, all right, yeah, like, maybe because I didn't have my father led me down a road, because that's a that's an issue that we, that in our community we don't address. We address it with women, but we don't address daddy issues with men enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's doing what she's doing because she don't got a daddy, but, yeah. oh, this or nigga. Or whatever she's going through. It, it because she ain't got no daddy, yeah, but yeah. niggas, yeah. niggas is robbing, stealing, yeah. killing, and that, that's not because they ain't got no dad. Like, that's just because yeah. we in the hood. Like, but we, my fault. Man. No, I was going to say, that, again, it all goes back to, to culture, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna steal something from Bones, the the blood, the OG blood from LA. When he mm-hmm. said, "It's easy to kill a nigga, it's harder to kill a brother." Just mm-hmm. our, just our verbiage. Wow. If I if I say like, "Yo, Wayne knows my brother, but I got an issue with him," mm-hmm. right there in my head, he's my brother. Right. So I'm gonna go talk to him. Right. If I say, "Yo, that nigga Wayne from down the block," that I just the aggression just came out just saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go handle him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna talk to him. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna talk to my brother. But it's easier to kill a nigga than it is a brother, basically. Yeah. I think we we hold ourselves on this, like, also somewhat in this, like, death pedestal. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I seen a I seen a, a, a meme that, well, it wasn't really a meme. It's something somebody wrote where he was like, I'm from New York where if you got beef with somebody that's a killer and you don't come outside to die, then you pussy. Yeah. <laughs> but I've, that's, seen, I've seen that. But, seen yeah, that. but that's real shit, though. It's yeah. like, bro, it's like, all right, if I got a problem with a nigga that I know is a, like he's one of, and I don't come outside, like y'all gonna antagonize me because I don't want to die, like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that, that's, that's crazy, like you know what I mean? But that's the mentality, though. But it goes back to like, like it is, it's culturally. <laughs> yeah, it's Yo, crazy, you're gonna buddy. tease me because I don't want to <laughs> die. Yeah, like, yeah, like you know what I mean? But but if I come and I if I come out and I get to shoot out with this nigga, I get the short and stick things back. At least he, yeah, at least, yeah, at least, at least he shot it so, out. So, with so him. let me get this straight. I die, and I'm not pussy, but I die. But you know what the toughest thing, and I, I'm happy that I'm having this conversation with other young like men like yourselves. Like, I don't know how we fix anything. Maybe I don't know how we because we we've tried so much. You know, it starts with these conversations, and when people see these conversations, like, oh, it's safe to have these convos. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't know if everybody knows this, but we're all gonna die eventually. Right. right. So no need in me rushing it right, right, by right, antagonizing right. the killer around me. Dude, you have your own issues. You know, and that goes back to what Wilson was saying. Therapy at a young age yeah. can eliminate all of that. I don't. Why is our community the only ones that chase death? Well, it's can because I, our community I, is resistant. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. I was just gonna say it. it's because our community is resistant on going to therapy. They think they think that when you go to therapy, you're you're soft. You're, you're, you're soft. Yeah. They think you're you're going to a quack. You're off. So that's why. I want to ask him because you're in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Love rap music, right? Do you think rap music plays any part? Absolutely. Like the violence, What? Right? Absolutely. It plays the biggest part. Because when you think about, like, them talking about, oh, shooting niggas or whatever, no, shooting people, you, you envision black people. Right? Yeah. I think even when the white people listen to it, they're not seeing white people it, dying in the, the head. It's the biggest part of it. It's like, my fault. It's the biggest part of it. It's like, that's, I play a lot of tug of war with myself on that. Yeah. Because it's like, 
as much as I don't like song, I mean, as much as I don't like niggas to get killed, I like song about killing niggas. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, just keep, just keep ah. it focused on it, like, bro. But at the same time, it's like, that's why I feel like the lines get blurred as far as, like, entertainment versus real life. Because it's like, man, like you said, you had a a, 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 a brother, a family member that's doing life. I got a, I got a, a, a friend that's doing life and, like, for murder and, like, I don't even be knowing what to say to him when I pick up his calls. Yeah. And he'll give me so much life when he calls me because now he has time to reflect on all the shit he shouldn't have been, right? Yeah. But in that moment, people try to praise him for being a shooter. Yeah. Being, but, but where does that come from? Like, th- that's what, that's what, where I, like, because some, some days I'd be like, yo, bro, I don't, like, I had a conversation with one of my homies and we was talking about an artist, that, a new artist in your street artist, and I was like, I said I couldn't get through eight songs. And he took that as me saying that I couldn't fuck with him. It's not that I couldn't fuck with him. It's just the day that I decided to turn that shit on, I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to hear that because it's, it's days where, it's, it's no different than watching movies. It's like days where you want to watch, like, you want to watch some happy shit with your kids or you might want to watch a love story or you might want to watch some fucking killer shit. Yeah. But it, 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 that, it varies on how I feel. And the music shit is the most influential thing. I mean, look at New York, for instance, bro. New York City, specifically Brooklyn, has become what Chicago was 10 years ago. It, I've never heard nobody in New York City diss a dead person. When I was growing up, there was tons of people who was getting killed. I've never yeah. seen a nigga that killed a nigga and came, came to the block the next day. Like, yeah, that bitch-ass nigga, da-da-da-da-da, and write his name on the wall and all that. Bro, these kids, like, that shit that Chicago went through, which was tons and tons and tons of trauma, because of the music industry... That has circulated over to New York because these kids is like, they grew like these kids that was ten years old yeah, when Chief Keep came out. Man. They twenty now, yeah. or twenty two, or thirteen. They twenty three now, and yeah. now they they finding their ways and navigating life and getting in the shit with people through gang banging or whatever case. And these kids are slaughtering each other, bro. Yeah. They're slaughtering each other. But I tell you one thing, it's because Brooklyn isn't producing a lot of engineers. If it was producing more engineers. Somebody step in for that shit. Yeah. Oh, and that's what I wanted. That's the other point you when you brought that up. We as a culture have to say, I need Brandon. Even if he's a teacher, I need Brandon to be the best teacher he can possibly be. If Nazim is a janitor, I need you to be the best janitor that you can be. If Wilson is an architect, I need him to be the best. Because once we all contribute at as at the top tier of our, whatever profession it is then our community is raised. Well, also, I think that we got to give more insight into what that teacher looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't mean just on the visual. I mean, like, like, I, I spoke at a, a school, a high school in Newark one time. Mm-hmm. And um, I sat with these kids for, like, three or four periods just talking to them. And I couldn't tell if, like, they just liked the fact that they didn't have to go to class or they was really just listening. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I asked them this question. I asked them if um, my words would mean more if I pulled up today in a Ferrari. And it was like, some, a few of them was like, yeah. And a few of them was like, no. But more of them was like, yeah, because we are visual, bro. Like, if, if you tell me that you're a teacher and you live in this house somewhere and this, that, and the third... That sounds good, but if you don't have on a watch that I can identify, yeah. it's not going to make me want to be a teacher. And yeah. unfortunately, that's how our culture is because we wear our success. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you can meet, like, be, you could be like a billionaire and a kid, if you want his, but he's going to treat you like any other person just based on, he, he now, he ain't going to, he'll sit on your car if you come in, a, if you pull up in an Ultima, he's going to sit on your car. But if you pull up in a, in a, a 500, he ain't going to sit on the car because he's going to respect what you grinded yeah. for. Yeah. And I think that, like, I think so many things need to change in that in that bowl. I feel like the word mentor needs to be changed to something else. Because mentor has, like, mentor almost has an identity of this corny motherfucker that never went through nothing that comes to the hood and is like, hey, y'all, you know, I never went outside. I grew up in the hood, but I never went outside. I never had a girlfriend until college, and, like, I ended up all right. That's what mentor means. Like, mentor need to be, man, that bitch from the projects burnt me before. Like, like, it needs just to come with a little bit more transparency as to Yes, I've, I've, I've gotten burnt before. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, friend, I actually have gone through that. But no, it, it just needs to come with more like I think that people are so afraid to be vulnerable 
Mm-hmm. Like, I, for a long time, I, I didn't like to tell people that I lived in the shelter system. Yeah. You know what I mean? But once I started saying it, it was people like, damn, I went through that too. So people look at me as, Wayne, or as this guy that's doing all this amazing shit. But you, our connection might mean that we were semi-homeless at a point. You know what I mean? Like, so I just think that as men, as women too, because I don't, you know, they, I, we yeah, don't say men, yeah. we don't say women once. I don't like, y'all did a whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but as women too, we just got to be a little bit more transparent in our journeys. And that's what's going to really change shit for us. I think yeah. so too. That, I, I actually want to end on that though, even though I know we're supposed to do go topics. all types of topics and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll come back. When of course, man. You'll, listen, you'll, listen. You'll, you'll come back especially listen. when you're able to give. Me I, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be the the, the ghost face killer to y'all only built for Cuban links. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just, just feature me. You feel yeah, me? Like, let me pull up. Let me pull up. So real quick, before one of my favorite have, artists, by the way. That is, that is. It's making more sense now. It's making more sense. Why you was the future? Nah, I'm fucking with you. Now listen, but tell them who your other favorite artist is. Ghost, Forty, Nip. Forty who? How do you feel about E Forty? No, 40 is a fucking legend, bro. That oh, nigga's that nigga. He, he he says, no, no, I know he's a legend. He doesn't. He doesn't don't, don't, don't get me beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know that man's a legend, and I understand it. About to say, as long as you heard that story. Bro. How you feel about his music, though? Yo, you know what I love about E40? What? That nigga been making songs since I was a little kid. Yeah. And tomorrow, he could come out with something tomorrow and be it. Like, okay. See, he, I think. E-40 has no expiration date on who he is. I agree. That's the difference, though, between New York and everybody else. Because, see, the thing about New York, I feel, and I know we're going to end soon, but the thing about New York is, is that, like, Everybody expects a New York rapper to always rap like JD Kiss, right? Like, they, like, <laughs> like, like, everybody, like, you're not rapping like that, like, you can't be from New York, like, you can't be from, the thing about 40, 40 like, the, our, our culture in New York is, in New York and Jersey as well, is looked at, like, we can't always be the same, right? Like, niggas laugh at us for wearing Tim's, but don't laugh at nobody in LA for still wearing fucking Chuckers and Dickie Cortez, shoes yeah. and Cortez and yeah. shit, which I would never wear a pair of Cortez ever in my life. <laughs> but, like, I love the fact that, like, LA niggas could always be themselves. Houston, Houston could, tomorrow, uh, 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 Mike Jones could pop out with some candy paint shit with slabs on a car, and, and, and niggas would be like, yes, that's our culture. We wear Tim's and a Yankee hat, but all these niggas never change. But but um, I think that the reason why though is because the elders don't never accept the younger ones. You know what I mean? Like they they don't they don't accept that they're into a different shit now. You know what I mean? Like and it's not the same anymore. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just that whenever I say like I can't catch the vibe to this music, people go crazy. I'm like, yeah, you gotta be able to understand that. Like, I mean, well, I, well, you do. Got that's a pop smoke shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like people would be like, yeah, man, you you probably want a new Biggie album, like like. That, 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 we can't never change. That's why I, I hate when people say they don't fuck with A Boogie. Mm-hmm. I like A Boogie. Oh, he's not like because A Boogie is Bronx, bro. Like yeah. he's the Bronx. Like that's what the Bronx is. But that's what the Bronx is today. It's not. It's not it's fucking not break dancing on cardboard no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I saw A Boogie live. He sound like the old sound like he's yeah. on him. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he, got a, he, got a, he got a good sound. Yeah. Yeah. But the same way how you can't understand Future, I think I think that's a little bit more unreasonable. Not like Future over A Boogie. And you know, it's weird because I like the game. Yeah. I did that 1992 look, album. Like the, the 1992 album is dope. Uh, the uh, Born to Rap album. Mm-hmm. I'll go one back. Now, like, that's a weird mixture, though. You said Ghostface, <laughs> Rick Horn, and then E40. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I've never heard nobody say those three like back and back and back with that. I mean, listen, I'm not knocking it by no means, bro, because I feel like you naming people that's legendary people. I just feel like, like, I, we don't respect our shit. Like New York don't respect our. We don't. Our problem is, is that we hold on to the past too much. Yeah, yeah I can see that. I, th- I, th- I think we let that go though. New York, New York, the, the young boys doing a lot of drill music. I know, but I, well, I, I can't like get into it. I, I can't get into drill. I, yeah. I've been trying to. I'm be honest. I try to get into drill. It's hard for me. I can't get into drill because I, I know that every every you every. You like drill? I mean, it's, it it yeah. sounds cool. The problem that I have is that everybody has the same song. Like everybody's song is. Yeah. And, and then every song comes with a body, bro. It's like I don't like like every album. So you gonna kill everybody in the neighborhood for fourteen songs, like like. And I, I don't feel like you have to have a song. Like I don't feel like you have to make white man's world to be a great artist. But at the same time, bro, like so every beat is gonna be the same top to bottom. That's what I like about Pop Smoke because while Pop Smoke first two projects was 
well, first project was in that room. By the time he got this second one, where he dropped when he still was alive, you could, and the music that's out now, you can see he was shifting. Yeah. Like, he shifted to a whole different, different space than what was this shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Well. Thank you for having me, fellas. Yeah, yeah man. Thanks for showing up, man. I appreciate you, man. You I appreciate y'all. You've always been a good guy, man. I try to be, man. I try. <laughs> that's, all we, that's all we can do. That's, yeah, that's all we can do is try. Don't take that for, don't take yeah, that for weakness. I'm, I'm going to say, you, we're fucking Capricorns, right? Yeah, don't, don't take, don't that, take that, that shit for weakness. Because I have a couple people that then tried to play around and yeah. they learned the hard way. Well, naturally, that's yeah. how that comes. That's, that's naturally how that comes. Yeah, that's how people, like that. people learn, man. You yeah, gotta, that's awesome. Sometimes you just... Just stop. Just stop, right? And yeah. just relax. I'm just trying relax. to have a conversation. Yeah, that's all right. We're all gentlemen. I'm, I'm not going to front. I told uh, one of my boys, one of my, he's like my brother, mm -hmm. that Wayne was coming on. He got mad excited, yo. Yeah. Yeah, he's, right. a, he, he's a huge, like, he loves, like, your opinion. Oh, man. Yeah. I tell you know him I appreciate that for yeah. real, man. For Super real. chilly. Well, 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 <laughs> all right. Him, well, that's shit, good. tell him to uh, listen, link, uh, uh, yeah, turn this camera here. So, yeah. so friend, what's, your, what's your friend's name, Wilson? Super chilly. Hey yo, super, super chilly. chilly. Nah, son, I'm out. Super chilly the man. Super chilly. That's your side. Yeah, word. Super chilly the man. He's an artist. He's an artist. No, no, that's why. Oh, he's an artist. All right. Yeah, that's not his government. Oh, okay. I thought I was about to say, whoa. Okay. Wilson doesn't know his government. Super chilly. Thank you for the support. Make sure you go uh, like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Right. Be sure to hit the noti notification button to be notified for your latest to the greatest episodes, as well as make sure you get in tune, get down, and join our Discord where we talk about stocks, gaming, and everything in between. We want to thank Wayno for coming on the show and, as always, showing support. I am Brandon Killabiacho. I am the regular Nas, a.k.a. Vintage Sherry Nas. I am Wilson. And as always, we have Chris and Siv here. Maybe they will speak. And I'm Wayno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me out, podcast. We'll wait on peace. <laughs> that was fun, y'all. For real. Yeah. This is grass, 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 grass. grass.